Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have un maravillo, un, un show maravilloso esta tarde. We are going to have a great show for you this afternoon. How are my peeps doing? How are my peeps doing? I am pretty sure everybody is doing fine. Let's make sure everybody continues to do fine. Let me go ahead and bring my system up to make sure that I can make sure all the channels are up and running, and they are. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Welcome aboard, Eric Hayes. Yes, Eric, it's hot as heck. I have my portable here blowing with the compressor going 24-7, and I'm still hot. It's uh, What's the temperature? Let's see. Hey, Google, what's the temperature outside right now? Let's see what it says. Hmm. When it, and it, it's 98 degrees, but it's going to be up to 101 in a little bit. I am, it was probably there already, but we'll see. Anyway, Paul Fleming, I hope the power grid don't fail you. You know what is interesting, Paul? I did a story on the grid at KPFT this morning and I, where I actually said solar power saved the grid here in Texas. If you look in my neighborhood, a lot of people are starting to put solar panels on their roofs. All over the, the, the state, people are using solar pow, pow, uh, power. They are uh, solar power farms, etc. So it is really, really getting there. Anyhow, 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 anyhow. How much is your power bill? Four fifty to six hundred per month for the next four months. It's a shame. Mine was five hundred and twelve dollars for June. I repeat, five hundred and twelve dollars for June. The the usage doubled. It's amazing. Anyhow, um, uh, Michael Rodnin, yes, I listened to your piece. It was funny as hell having the United States talk, Great Britain talk, uh, and all the others. It was funny. Funny, funny as hell. Well, it seems like you could afford solar, my friend. The problem right now is even if I got solar, brother, what happens is that it does not offset the total usage in the house. So I would be paying. They, they give me some ridiculous quotes. I'm waiting for the prices to fall substantially, which I think they will. And when that occurs, I will make the complete migration. I also have to take into consideration uh, the, the age of my roof to see if before I do that, I need to get a new roof, etc., etc., etc. So we'll see. I'm not going to make any hasty moves right now. Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. How are you doing, my beautiful Yvette Avery? We also have Paul Fleming in the house who just told me that, who told me, hey, you need to go ahead and get uh, those solar panels. Uh, Bridge MCP is in the house as well as Lee Grant and Kinmas Tom C says here today, on sailing tomorrow. Hey, Tom, I'm going to have to make me a trip out there and see if you can take me sailing sometime because you know what? Tengo, tengo la envidia, la envidia. I envy your ability to go sail and I want to go sailing. You know, I want to go into, I want to go into sailboat so we can sit down and chat and have a little, a little talk about what's going on in the world. I think that'll be kind of cool, don't you think, Senor Tom? All right, who else do I have? Did I call out everybody or did I forget somebody? E2247 is in the house. E2247 says, Marbury versus Madison, first crank, 137, famously proclaimed 
Scotus's authority to invalidate laws that violate federal constitution. Marbury did not invent the concept of judicial review. All right. What else have we got up top here? Let's see. Paul Fleming says, well, this didn't age well. Take a look. What is it that didn't age well? Donald Trump in 2016, in my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws. Let's put what Fleming uh, put, picked up on the screen. Let's put that on the screen for Brother Fleming here. It says the following. Uh, he says it didn't age well. Donald Trump in 2016, in my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. Does it have, is, oh, that's a video. Maybe I can play the video for you. Let's, let's go. In my it. administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. In my administration. Well, thank you for that, Senor. Senor Fleming, that's a good good find. All right. Eric says, great article on some real news. Shapely said Leslie Wolf, an assistant U.S. attorney in Delaware, said on sun, uh, in September 2020 that there was more than enough uh, probate costs to secure a search warrant on Joe Biden's Delaware guest house where Hunter was staying. But she raised concerns about optics and said the warrant wouldn't get approved. Months later, a second search warrant was also dwarfed, dwarfed, shapely said. When federal officials planned to show up at Hunter Biden's residence in L.A., FBI headquarters alerted the Secret Service headquarters and then and the Biden presidential transition team, shapely said. Uh, shapely said he didn't interview Hunter Biden. Instead, his attorney reached out to federal officials. You guys are really obsessed. I, I, you know why I read that? I, I'm going to tell you why I read that, Eric Hayes. I read that so that you don't say I don't read anything from my conservative listeners. I treat everybody respectfully and equally. However, if you plant or you come here with ridiculous right-wing crapa, it's not relevant to this program because that's not what we do here. Now, here's the, interest, uh, here's the interesting thing. Your obsession with, Joe, with, with, with Hunter Biden behooves me. Hunter Biden has nothing to do. I repeat one more time, and I won't touch the Hunter Biden subject again. I'm, so if you put it on our, in, on our network, not only am I going to just go ahead and ignore it, I will also delete it. Well, I'm going to ask Bridge MCP or, 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 or Bridge MCP or uh, AVQ, uh, since you guys have access to the account, Delete it. Because the truth of the matter is we stay here with facts. We don't care about Hunter Biden. We care about who, again, those people in power who control our lives. If you want to obsess about Hunter Biden, please do so elsewhere. Because we are not going to be, we are not going to go into the things that don't matter. We went, we, we barely touched uh, Donald Trump's kids. And the reason we barely touched his kids is because they were a part of the administration. Hunter has never been a part of the administration, and thus, we don't discuss that. All right, I, I humored you. You won't get it again, my dear brother. Love you, but I won't humor you with that ridiculousity again. All right, let's, let's move on. Uh, para ver, para ver. Bridge MCP says, over 500, our energy company is raising electric 
17% people and our governor are going nuts. You know something? You remember what I said, right? I told everybody that there are certain sectors of this economy that does not belong in the private sector. And they are as follows. In my humble opinion, healthcare, right, should not be in the private sector. Energy, meaning utilities, should not be in the private sector, as well as energy, which needs we used to get around, should not be in the private sector. And I'm missing one that I can't remember right now. But these there are areas that do not belong in the private sector because we all need to partake about it to have a functioning society and having people profit off of it hurts us in the aggregate. Banking, certain forms of banking. Investment bankings do as you please, but general purpose banking does not belong in the private sector. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, uh, what have we got here? Michael Rodney says, after the live stream, have a laugh. 85 seconds. Sir, Michael Rodney, it was funny. I watched it. Check it out, guys. What Michael uh, has there is a very funny thing with the talkings, with the talking countries, right? All right. All right. Let's keep moving. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Scudas does not adopt a test by which state court interpretations of state law can be measured in cases impacting the election clause. What I love is, I think there's, let, let's not get hoodwinked by the Supreme Court right now. The Supreme Court is under fire. They're losing all their senses because they are really a bot Supreme Court. And they're running scared because the momentum is coming up to go ahead and fix the court, right? Congress and the president are, are, are really, this is the closest in a while that it is approaching the, uh, the, the critical mass to fix the court. To take, uh, to, to take the damage done by the right wing to the court away, meaning adding four justices, and they see it coming. So they cannot be as anti, well, unconstitutional as they've been. So when it comes to the Voter Rights Act, while Robert screwed it up a few years ago, they're trying to mitigate the damage by giving the impression that they're, a, that they're an honest court, that they're a sensible court. And that's why you got the Alabama ruling, and that's why you got the Louisiana ruling. But don't, uh, the North Carolina ruling, don't count on it being, uh, that being the case in many of the other things. This is only to hold the civil rights folks at bay, the voting rights folks at bay. The Supreme Court is trying to, is trying to appease you. Uh, even, I, I really want to see how they're going to come out against the affirmative action uh, against what it's, I think, Harvard University. I want to see how they come out on that one because that's going to tell us a bit more if they're really trying to appease us or not. I want to see what they come out with. But don't buy it for a second. The court must be fixed. We must get four additional Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court. And in order to get that, we need to make sure and hold on to the Senate. We've got to hold on to the Senate and we must gain back the house. So let, let's let's put that in the back of our minds, dear my dear brothers and sisters. Lee Grant says sailboats being solar powered for millennia. Yeah, the wind is a form of solar power, right? You're very smart, Mr. Grant. Very very smart. Those those uh, those winds are created by solar energy. You're absolutely right. 
Uh, Paul Fleming says, listen to Neil and explain the victory from Supreme Court. Neil, what is the Neil? Who is Neil? Do you mean Neil deGrasse? Is that who we're talking about? Let's see. Oh, Neil Kaital. Oh, I saw that one already. Uh, that Actually, you know what? Let's see how long that is. If it's not too long, I'll play. It's 3.40. What time it is? Uh, how much? Yeah, I think I can get that one in. I can get that one. And I think that's an important, actually, that's an important one. Listen to Neil Kaital because Neil said it. Want to bring in now Neil Katyal, who argued this case um, in front of the Supreme Court. Neil, great to talk to you. Your reaction. Um, well, I, I could not be more pleased. Uh, the decisions just come down a few minutes ago, and so we're all still studying it. But it looks like a clean win and a vindication for my client Common Cause's position, which was that, you know, over 200 plus years, no one has read the Constitution the way that the Republican National Committee wanted to read it here. And what they wanted to do was gut our system of checks and balances and empower state legislatures to do whatever they wanted in federal elections. And, you know, as I suggested at the oral argument to the court, I can't think of something more un-American than that. Um, and so we're really pleased to see six justices agree with our position. Um, and uh, the decision was written by the chief justice. Um, I think uh, it's a reflection of, uh, you know, him looking at the issues and saying, yeah, it can't possibly be what um, the challengers are saying it is here. Neil, I know you have confidence in the arguments that you presented um, in front of the court, but with that in mind, are you at all surprised by this decision considering the conservative-leaning court and the precedent they have set? Well, there was certainly a lot of commentary all through the, you know, 18 months or so of this case that uh, this court is too biased, that they interpret things a certain way and that there's no way we could win and that this was a way to give the Republicans uh, major control over federal elections. Um, and I, I just didn't buy that, um, you know, I mean, maybe because I'm a Supreme Court lawyer and my job <laughs> is to argue there. Um, but, but in the end, you know, I do think that history can provide clear answers to questions and the structure of our constitution can. And, you know, my job and my team's job um, was to really make that clear. I was really pleased to be joined on my team as my co-counsel, Judge Michael Ludig, uh, one of the most uh, respected conservative jurists before he left the bench. Um, and I think what that underscored was just the constitution is truly above politics and there's a way to do constitutional law that that reflects, you know, our history and traditions and our structure and our values. Um, and Judge Ludig joining this team was a big part of uh, that reflection and the story that we wanted to tell, which is the American story. Um, hey, Neil, I'm going to ask you the question that I just asked um, Eugene, which is how do you expect this decision to affect the 2024 election, considering how divided we expect this election to be? You have a former president running for re-election, twice indicted now. Who knows how many more times um, he'll be indicted between now? Uh, and then yeah, well, I mean, it's an unknown because we don't know how many shenanigans would be launched otherwise. I do think this will prevent a certain amount of shenanigans from uh, from being adopted in state legislatures, because had the Republican National Committee won this case, it would have meant that if they could persuade a state legislature to do anything, that that would be the end of it, whether it's, you know, restricting who goes to vote or voting, you know, voting times or how you count certain ballots or whether. Yeah. 
yeah. or not you have in-person voting or, you know, all of those things, you know, so the number of different machinations that could have been launched was infinite. And now this provides a check on that. The state constitutions, state courts now are empowered to police that as they always have been. That was really solid. Anyhow, folks, um, before we move on here, uh, let's see what time it is. 3.19. Let me continue reading some of these before I go to our first video. Uh, let's go ahead and see that here. Welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard is in the house. Uh, we have Tom. He says, you're welcome to come sailing. Well, thank you, Tom. The next time I'm there in the Midwest, I'm going to say, Tom, is that boat fair and ready to go? All right, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rudnan says, Lee Grant confusing wind power with solar power. No, he's not. He's not. He's a smart guy. But wind power is a for every type of energy on the earth comes from two specific sources, either uh, either solar power or uh, or nuclear power. OK, in other words, there are two forms of energy and I can't think of any other form. Because if we talk about petroleum, petroleum is from the degeneration or rather from the, uh, the decomposition of plants and animals into oil. And those plants and animals depended on the plants who were energized by the sun. So ultimately, oil is a form of solar energy millennia or, or millions of years removed. And the other form of energy is direct energy, some of what we find in the core of the earth, which is nuclear power. So uh, in effect, then, wind energy becomes a form of solar energy. There are some debates on, on, on the form of, uh, let's say, uh, inertia, waves, and the motion of the Earth. I'm not going to get into that particular one because not yet have we been, been uh, using that particular source of energy in any substantive way. So that's where I'm coming. That, that's where I'm giving my brother, Lee Grant, saying, yep, yep, yeah, it's solar energy is the wind energy but here's the deal lee grant if you use my words against me and say but egberto you pointed out that even oil is solar energy i'm going to tell you yeah but we're not talking about energy fossil fuels several millions of years removed all right move it on move it on move it on El eric says election denarius on the left in 2016 huh Oh, we never had election deniers. We had, we spoke about the cheaters. We spoke about the process. We didn't try to create things that weren't. We spoke about the process that's true. Donald Trump was helped by collusion of the Russian. That's not up for debate. That's a statement of fact. All right, let's see. Paul Fleming says, listen to this pastor talk about how slaves then rally to Washington against slavery. This is ridiculousness. Another time, my dear uh, Paul, Michael Rodden says, Egberto, negative. I have such, I, I don't have such access. Breach can do it. All right. Um, I think, no, no, you have access to the, to the YouTube, sir. Um, okay. Let's see. Breach says, New York is regulated. Race is for transportation. Going 17% next three years. Transportation? Okay. Don't know what that means, but Okay. Uh, let's see. Eric says it isn't right wing. No obsession. It is a rule of law. Your rhetoric is unbelievable. And you do that. Bye bye. You lose, bud. No, 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 no. I don't do that. I speak statements of facts. If you have, if you want to debate them, you can debate them. 
But don't tell me that uh, this is just rhetoric. This is not rhetoric at all. This is fact. Uh, let's see. Paul Fleming says, what about uh, Jenny and her husband, Clarence? Another group of crooks on, on patriotic people. Uh, she actually was a part of the insurrection, and I hope they go to they get at her. I, sh- I sure hope they get at her. E2247 says, it is crucial to remember that this case should never have reached the Supreme Court in the first place. Exactly because... The lower courts had already ruled that ruled exactly what the Supreme Court has ruled. So that was a frivolous accession you know, to the Supreme Court. But hey, what can we say? All right. Eric K says, your equal reading is so freaking off. No, I don't think so at all. Uh, I, like I said, I read sensible things. I read fact-based things. We are not going to use any of these platforms to further put out misinformation because, again, when when this stuff goes out in podcast form and edited, I'm not going to give those who are listening to this podcast the inkling to read ridiculous BS information. I won't do that. Okay. Gasoline Today, Vieigberto and his rhetorical commentary. Thank you, my brother. Uh, Bruce Pollard said, clean air and water. Yes. Uh, Michael Ryan says, listening from AFQ while doing stuff around the house. Don't mind me going silent, not reading, replying, comments as usual. Rudnin, what are you talking about, Rudnin? I'm playing with you, Rudnin. You, you do what you got to do. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Supreme Court will, uh, can the school loan buy votes program? Um, oh, there we go again. All right. Why did I read that one? About to get impeached proceedings flowing soon, but just the tag. Hmm. I read it again. All right. Uh, continuing, let's see what we got here. Melanie Keelan says, it's hot and I'm late, but you're here. That's what's important. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We have, and I'm going to the video in a minute, guys. Judge Ludig refers to the 3 October opinion during a sober and press briefing on December 6th, held by Common Cause. Good organization. I've worked with them when I was a part of the board of Coffee Party USA. Lee Grant says the issue isn't Hunter. It's Joe Biden's corruption and his compromised position with via China and Ukraine. That's been investigated over and over again. And then they found nothing to it. That you guys can't accept that there's nothing to it. What can we do? You want to keep beating a dead horse? Please do. But we have to move on to what's going to move, get, move America forward. So we're not going there. All right. Uh, Eric Hayes says, I want to read this one. Lee Grant, the climate craziness here will twist you into a pretzel if you let it. If you like fossil fuels, do it. Okay. You know, uh, let me tell you something about fossil fuels, right? I wish we could tell all those who want to burn fossil fuels, by all means, go burn as much as you want. Those of us who want to do uh, otherwise, do it. I tell you what, I would go for that if we told those people who want to burn fossil fuels, go ahead and burn your fossil fuels as much as you want. Make sure that the residue of that fossil fuel, that you contain it in your space, which means you can't throw it into the air, which means you have to keep it compressed somewhere. And make sure that it doesn't escape. That's how you do it. 
Uh, okay, let's see what else I have here. Mike Cisak says it's outright bribery, blackmail, and huge cover-up by the DOJ. This makes Watergate look like jaywalking. Unfortunately, all the people that said not, there was nothing there were actually hired by Donald Trump, right? So I guess they deceived Donald Trump, right? You guys are, you can't make this stuff up, man. Uh, British MCP say, Berto Willis, I can't do it on Meta. Just tried. Doesn't show all comments. All right. I'll have to see about uh, how we, we do that access uh, for you, Bridge, because I thought I, I had already done that. Uh, let's see. Eric Hayes, you're not factual if you shut down what you don't agree with. No, I'm factual because I've already learned about what I am shutting down. I don't shut things down for the sake of shutting things down. I make sure that I know the facts before I shut it down. Egberto Willis, the post comments are wrong because they are not facts. They are far-right extremist nonsense. Heads, skip them, which is what I'm trying to do most of the times. Every so often, I screw up. All right, let's see what we got here. Michael Rowan says, every case continues to read conspiracy junk via the right-wing bubble, then expects readouts and complaints when rebuffed. Yep, that's not going to play. If you don't post highly factual sources here, it's not going to be read out. Exactly. Sometimes I screw up and read it out. But that's the idea. We don't read crap. All right. Paul Fleming says, besides trying to lock your computer up, with, uh, is your party doing to advance the American people? There you go. Thank you, my brother. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Michael Renner says, climate craziness. Man's living through one extreme weather event after the next and doesn't see the obvious pattern. That is, that is what you call the cultish indoctrination of a sect in America. Paul Fleming says, we are not only having a problem with fossil fuel, we have problems with water consumption around the world. This is a topic to pay attention to. And here's the deal. We don't really have a water problem if we didn't have a capitalist structure. Let me explain. We have an abundance of water in many forms. And I'm not talking groundwater. I'm not talking the Great Lakes, which, you know, there's an almost infinite supply of good water there. But I'm talking about the ocean. I'm talking about if we didn't have to make a profit off of every action, if our economic system wasn't predicated solely on making profits, I have nothing against profits, but there are bifurcated systems that one can create to mitigate all the problems of humanity, right? Let's give an example. No company is going to, in a capitalist system, no company is going to go to the driest part of Asia and say, we are going to build a canal from the Indian Ocean powered by entities that desalinate water and just, in, in, uh, just flow water. The same with, let's say, Phoenix, Arizona. We have big infrastructure already built up in Phoenix, Arizona, predicated on a Colorado River that's going to have water that it doesn't have, right? But that's not a problem, really, because we could pipe water. We could build fresh water canals that's populated both by water from the Mississippi that's overflowing, from lake water, from desalinated water. There's a lot we could do if there wasn't a profit motive that people saw. Government just went ahead and said, that is one of the projects we are going to build. But that's not what they want. One of the reasons why I don't remember the billionaire from Texas that died a few years ago. 
He bought up all the water rights in Texas. Just like they make healthcare a commodity that's, that's nego- that, that, that capitalism brings into the fold to make money off of your sickness, it's the same thing they want to do with water. It's the same thing they've done with oil, energy that was put there by the entire, by the, you know, by the existence of the planet. And as long as we have a system where we can only have the economic system function where a profit can be made and, and thus prevent the government from doing certain types of projects that would serve us all, at that point, at that point, we have a problem. All right, Berto Willis, as Paul said twice, and I read it today, we're pumping so much water from the earth that it's causing the excess tilt even further, that it is causing our access to tilt even further. Okay, let me, let me see what that is about because I think we need to correct something here, okay? Uh, and I, I haven't read this article, but let me see what, what we're talking about. I tell you what, let's go ahead and play the first video. I'm going to scan this article and then we'll come back. This video is about uh, the latest Trump tapes. I want to read this article and then we'll take it from there. Check this out. Lies are catching up with Donald Trump. They have him on tape. I mean, this was actually in the report. But hearing it on tape shows you how callous this guy is. But more importantly, it shows you that this was nothing but a child, a, 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 a child in the White House who plays with things like their games. Can people not see this? Well, we know that there's nothing, some, uh, nothing Trump can do that gets these people off. You, you, you kind of wonder about the psychology of a country, as Mike, Michael Steele said uh, yesterday, this is something that's going to have to be investigated to ensure that it doesn't happen again. But listen to this. Listen to this. Not only the tape, but listen to some of the dialogue around the tape uh, of Trump just showing off uh, classified material as if it's a toy. People wanting people to see, oh, look at what I got here. Shameful. Weeks after Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to 37 felony counts related to his mishandling of classified documents, a damning new audio recording appears to be the clearest evidence yet of his alleged wrongdoing. In the leaked tape, which was obtained by CNN, the former president seems to show off what he admits is, quote, secret information regarding potential plans to attack Iran. According to a source, the conversation which NBC News reported on earlier this month took place at Trump's New Jersey Golf Club in August of 2021. There, the former president was reportedly meeting with writers who were helping his former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, write a memoir. It is unclear who the other voices are on the recording, but the New York Times previously reported that one aide, Margot Martin, routinely taped interviews that Trump gave for books. Take a listen. 
to bed sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying right. to overthrow your life. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack alone. Isn't it amazing to have a big pile of papers? This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at him. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Wait <laughs> yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. <laughs> look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time. You know? <laughs> she'd, send it, you know, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. <laughs> and he, you know, he said, he wanted to attack Iran and what? And he he said, you did. It's pretty, pretty oh, this was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a... a yeah. See, as president, I could have de-blessed yeah. Now I can't, you know, but this is... Yeah, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so... I'm look, we, here I have and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe It's you. incredible, right? No, it, hey, bring some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. That recording was turned over to special counsel Jack Smith's office before the indictment of Donald Trump earlier this month. Reacting on social media last night, Trump attacked the Justice Department, claiming the tape somehow exonerates him of wrongdoing. NBC News has reached out to Trump for further comment, has not heard back from his team. So you sat and listened along with us there. What did you hear in there as a prosecutor? That's right. I mean, he's at least waving it around. It's possible that as he says to Brett Baer, it was, you know, just newspaper articles, but it doesn't really matter. I heard two things. First, I heard a complete blowing out of the water of his serial claims that he didn't know when he took things. He makes it clear that he knows there are rules here. And so his state of mind defense is really uh, obliterated. The other thing I heard is just one more instance of uh, his shifting uh, defenses and his lies. We knew before that this was pivotal in the DOJ's decision to go in for the search warrant. And now we we can see why he's there waving this and saying, oh, here's a plan. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff gave me to attack Iran. At that point, the naysayers and DOJ were rolled and said, yes, we've got to go in and get this stuff. Now, folks, this is a guy that stands a good chance of winning the presidency again. How can any leader in the world look at this guy and think, America, this is America, and he is deserving of being the president of that country. Well, I tell you what, if he were to become the president of the country again, as Michael Steele would allude to, it says more about us than it says about any party, than it says about Trump proper. It says more about us. Absolutely says more about us. Absolutely says more about us. Yes, um, Eric Hayes, 
it is T. Boone's Pickens that I was talking about that bought up the water rights. He's the one who also came out with a plan to transition to uh, green energy via uh, natural gas firstly. So here we had a billionaire with some good with a few good ideas, but at the same time wanting to control by owning water rights and and using his the, all that gas that you can get off of his properties, of course, before we make the transition. Anyhow, um, uh, Fleming, that's a hell of an article. I learned something today. It's peer reviewed, and the other good thing about it is they come with their. You know, when you take a look at the abstract. And again, like I said, we had to do rotational dynamics and all of that when I went to college. To be honest with you, I forgot all that stuff. I haven't used that stuff since I left college, but we had to do all that stuff at the University of Texas. And watching that these guys went through, you know, I, I kind of just scanned over some of the formulas that they're using and how what they're talking about, weight distribution and all that kind of stuff to explain a tilt. And, you know, it's like, oh, that's plausible and peer-reviewed. Now, to CSEC, CSEC at some point in time, if you want to be a serious science-based human being, not seeing things through a political sphere, at some point in time, you're going to have to get off the cultish uh, behavior of, of somehow always tagging on to the opposite just because it doesn't jive with your ideology. I mean, when, when, a, when a conservative tells me something that jive scientifically, I don't care what I thought before, I will adapt it because again, I work with truth, with truth only. Hey, good, good catch, um, Fleming. Paul Fleming, good, good catch, um, good catch. All right, let's see. Not sure they have released that tape before the jury even heard it. It's well, they had to release the tape, I guess. You know, they would they wanted to put it in the thing of opinion, so we'll see. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? What else we got here? Um, Rudnan says, Mike Cisek ignores the issue entirely out of hand just because CNN was mentioned while I'm trying to find better sourcing and figure out the ramification of any. It's, uh, again, this is, the art, this is not the article. This is actually the sourcing for the article. It's, it's by the Advanced Earth Hand Space Science, and it's put out by some... Uh, um, uh, what 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 is it called? In, in some Korean scientists, okay? So uh, again, like I said, if you take a look at the abstract that I'm looking at right now, and if you read the the formulation language and you look at some of the um, the bullets that they're doing there, it's very very plausible, right? So um, it, it is very plausible with what with, with some of the calculations that you see them attempting to make. Like I said, I forgot all these calculations, but again. Uh, from a science point of view, it seems like it does, it may make some sense. And the group where it's printed again. Uh, anyhow, moving on, moving on. Let's see. Politics is nasty, but entering entertaining for sure. That's true. I agree with you there, Eric. Paul Fleming says his own words. There's nothing better than his own words. <laughs> Michael Ronin says, laughing at flaunting lawlessness. We're talking about national defense secrets, about war play, plans, and Trump sharing it. True. Uh, I've said earlier today from Rudnin, never underestimate the conservatives' ability to ignore hypocrisy among their in-group while being ever keen about hypocrisy among their out-groups. Yeah? And again, we got to be careful because I, I, I know very... 
solid conservatives that they believe in small government. They believe in a, 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 a they believe in a merit based capitalist system. They believe in all these things from an honest point of view. They're they're less they're more laissez faire thinking. They believe in less less uh, socialization and more individualization. That's what they believe. Of course, they generally only believe that until they get sick or somebody in their family really gets hurt. But some of them have legitimately told me that if they can't afford, uh, if, if the system doesn't want to pay for something, let them die. And, you know, it's a fool's errand, right? Because those of us who are progressive, uh, we forgive. We didn't let nobody die. So, you know, they know deep on the inside that progressives will always be there to save them. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Victor Lopez. Who is Victor Lopez? Uh, show biggest sore loser in U.S. history. Uh, okay. I, I, I can't read all of that right now, Victor, because of the time and constraints. Paul Fleming says, I thought the article was very fascinating and very scary all at the same time. It definitely was. And again, not only the article from the Fortune, but look at the article that the Fortune references where the study came from, where they did all the calculations. Lee Grant says that's sufficient for progressives. What is? Uh, Paul Fleming says, Egberto, God bless you. You're the only one that will listen to these lunatics. So I guess that's what keeps the show excited as well. Don't call my friends lunatic. Call them progressives in the making. Victor, name-calling and slurs don't make an argument. They only show that you don't have a clue. But again, you're right. You, while you're right about that, Mike Cisak, that is what the right seems to do all the time. Listen to uh, Taylor Green. Listen to Marjorie Taylor Green. Listen to Bobert. You know, they are your saints right now, right? Michael running into Victor Lopez here. I thought the two reasons were to show off what power he used to have, as well as punish grievances against perceived enemies. That's what he was doing. You notice what he said? He was trying to attack uh, General Milley at the same time that he was trying to say, you see, this is what they, they wanted to attack Iran. And they, they would say that they didn't like this me. No, it's not me. It's them. That's what he was trying to do. All right. Let's see what else we have here. Victor Lopez. Tienes mucha cosa que está poniendo aquí. No puedo leer todo eso, pero la gente lo va a ver todo. Está bien? I'm making that false assumption that just because you have a name Lopez, you can speak Spanish, which is very stereotypical of me to say that. But forgive me if I'm wrong. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP says, weird scientists come out with info and some guy behind the keyboard think he knows better kills me. <laughs> Oh, God, you, that was a good one. Michael Rodney, Victor is rightfully pissed off and for good cause. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Uh, continuing, we have, Bree says, Michael Rodney, Eric Hayes, learn to fact check before you talk to me about truth. Uh, you know, I find that, uh, that uh, Bree does her fact checking. Rodney does their fact checking. I don't know what I, 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 I love you, Eric, but I don't know how you come up with some of the material and the rationalization that you generally come up with. And by the way, Mr. Lopez, all your stuff will be in the feed for people to see. OK, 
Uh, here's where you make a mistake. It's a courtesy for the government to give them the opportunity to turn the things they asked for back in Trump flat out refused. And he has videotape in his own house of moving documents around, trying to hide it from the FBI so, they so he incriminated himself. Just listen to the facts, my friend, is what you should do. Okay, the last video that I have is with Obama. I want you guys to take a listen to that. Then we'll take it on the other side. It's the democracy, stupid. That's how Nicole Wallace breaks it down, what Obama had to say. Obama came out and in his very eloquent way pointed out that the GOP is, in fact, an anti-democratic party. The fact that they did what they did in 2020, the fact that they continue to support a insurrectionist, a, a traitor to this country, points that out even as they try to cover up all the things that he's done. Uh, Listen to what Obama had to say, and then listen to what the panelists had to say about a group of people in this country who are, in fact, not, though do not believe as a governing principle, as a defining principle, that democracy is what we stand for. Something that is very difficult around the world. Democracies are hard to maintain because it requires a certain amount of uh, of uh, uh, people being informed. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. More broadly, we've seen, uh, whether it's through the gerrymandering of districts, whether it's, uh, you know, trying to silence critics uh, through uh, changes in legislative process, whether it's um, attempts to uh, intimidate the press, uh, a strand of anti-democratic sentiment that, uh, you know, we've seen in, in the United States. It, it's something that is right now most prominent in the, in the Republican Party. That was former President Obama on what he calls a strand of anti-democratic instincts and impulses in the Republican Party. Um, Andrew Weissman, he said it a lot more um in an elegant manner, I'll reduce it to a bumper sticker. It's the democracy, stupid. Um, do you think we're there yet where this really is setting up to be? And you've got a unique vantage point on the assault on the rule of law. I mean, the story we're talking about is just a brick in the wall of a much broader Republican effort to annihilate the credibility and the legitimacy of the U.S. Department of Justice and FBI. Well, first to the former president's um, comments, I mean, he is right, both in terms of the history of the world, in terms of democracy is not something that is the norm. Uh, it is really still a newfangled uh, proposition. And certainly in this country, as I'm sure he was thinking, but did not say uh, both slavery and Jim Crow and uh, the actions of the early 20th century um, to prevent huge parts of the population uh, from voting, namely blacks and obviously also women. Um, so that is something that is really, it is true that that is a huge part of our history. And, uh, you know, Eric Holder and others are working on that significant problem now. Um, but I think that the, the larger issue in terms of Donald Trump is that he really just cares about power. Uh, it is, mm -hmm. it is not about principle. And so I think there, I mean, not to sound 
doom and gloom. But if, if he were to be re- reelected, it, it seems to me that that will be a real end to not just the Department of Justice and the independence, but just generally the rule of law in this country. Um, and there obviously is a, a huge part of the, the population that doesn't have that as an abiding principle of what it means to be American. Now, folks don't realize democracy is difficult because for democracy to work, you have to assume you have an educated populace, a populace that is informed by reality. And what the, the way you actually know that Republicans have no interest in democracy is that they have done all the necessary steps to devalue the minds of their constituents, to ensure that they are one, uninformed, to ensure that they are not critical thinkers, to ensure that everything that they do for them goes through a prism of anti-democracy. Just check out from Fox News to HLN to OANN, and you just check to Newsmax, check it out. They ensure that their population is less and less informed. And you can't have a real democracy if you have an uninformed populace. And that is where we're heading with a percentage of our population that is that follows the tenets of the Republican Party. We spend absolutely. A lot of- so when you follow those that are following the tenets of the Republican Party, is that it's to say we we don't believe in critical thinking. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. The mere fact that folks are complaining about all these books in school that are actually trying to get people to think critically, that's a fact. And also not having the knowledge base. Is also problematic. Anyway, folks, anyway, folks, um, uh, please go ahead. And uh, first of all, if you are on YouTube right now, please consider becoming one of our members of the PDR Posse. Go ahead and click that, uh, click that join button, become a part of our PDR Posse. Let's see, it seems to me like Bridge MCP wants something on the screen and what she asks for, she gets. Here is the item on the screen, all sides media bias. That is a very good uh, thing there. Where we have on the left, 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 alternate, the Atlantic now, Daily Beast, Hub Post, Intercept, Jacobin, MSNBC New. I I wouldn't consider MSNBC uh, on the super left. On the left, I I definitely would not consider uh, CNN on the left or Politico on the left or NPR on the left at all. I would put those at center. Uh, now the right crazy on the left, right, right side, ON Newsmax, Fox News. It's a, how did they put Fox Business as just right? Yeah, the meme. I, I don't, I don't, I don't quite agree with what they consider left in this meme at all, because ABC, AP, none of these guys are left. All those guys are at at best center right. Those are at best center right. Uh, and I and by the way, Eric, that's because Egberto, you are on the left. I, I do. I, I am on the left. And I won't deny that in the least at all. I am on the left. All right, folks, I want to ask uh, again, now that we're here, remember, I'm heading off to Netroots uh, into Chicago in a couple weeks. Uh, let's see, politics. Please go to politics. 
done right. Let me see if that's it. Politics done right dot com slash nn23. Let's see if that does it. I think it's politics done right dot nn23. It gets you to uh, our piece here that says, "Hey guys, I had to read. I had to restart the um, I had to restart the page again because it it only lasts for a few days. Thirty days, I think, is what it was, and I wasn't pushing it or anything like that. So I didn't I didn't get all the things that we we're supposed to get. So I'm asking you now. I just restarted it. I think yesterday or a few days ago." Uh, please become a sponsor of our trip to, to Chicago, where we are going to in, interview between 25 and 50 different people out there. We are going to make sure to keep the entire event covered for you. Uh, all the video, We normally prepare quite a few videos out of there. You, anybody who support us, will be uh, producer, supporters in the scroll for the video. At the end of the video, we'll show you as supporter, producer of the video. And here are the bullet points for you. Uh, all donors will have the names, uh, uh, the names unless anonymous, listed on the credit section of every video interviews in uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, people who give a hundred dollars or more, they will immediately be given uh, again. What did I say? Did they get themselves a web page on our politics done right that can be for anything that you want, whether it is a nonprofit, something that you want to point to your business, whatever, you'll get a page. And those who give $200 or more uh, will also get the embroidered polo as well as the book. First 35 people or th the first 20 people, I think I said, get our of $35 or more, get our book. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relative, friends, and neighbors. So please support the trip. It's worth it. Just go click on become a sponsor or just go to politicsdoneright.com slash NN23. Let's see. Egberto, that new page doesn't show donors but you. What happened, uh, Bridges, that's what I was saying before. It uh, The problem with the first page is that it expired. So that is still there. You can still go to the old page and see those that have donated to the old page. But this is a new page to continue with what wasn't given from the first page. So I just restarted this page to start uh, picking up on the... Um, and if you notice, the, the amount that it's looking for now is less than what it was before. So I ask you so kindly, those who have the wherewithal, please go ahead and support the, the trip. And please remember to become a member of the PDR Posse, where you have the wherewithal, where you can be a part of supporting independent media. Uh, just simply go to politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support to support all the projects that we do, to support all the projects that we do. We write books, articles. It's a, it, it's a continued operation to make sure and seed the internet with progressive information. So anyhow, folks, we got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? What am I again? Out!
We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.